And they're not waiting tonight. Well, maybe they are waiting. Haim is back. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the first Turkey Talk. I'm Daniel alongside with me as always, Jaime and Big Blue. How you guys doing tonight? Jaime, we'll start off with you. You're muted. I just, I'm not. I'm just <laughs> in my mouth like that. My mouth. I'm doing good, man. How about yourself? Doing good, man. Glad that it's Friday, dude. It's good to be Friday. Good to be the you know the weekend to come in. Uh, finally, mm-hmm. some stress to to be relieved. Big Blue, how, how how's the end of your week going? Uh, good, good. I actually work tonight, but I'm off the next two nights. Dang, so you're going to be partying, huh? Uh, maybe. I got a birthday party on Sunday. You got what? Oh, you got a birthday party? Hey, man, those birthday yeah. parties are, uh, they can get crazy, man. I- I've been to a couple of like birthday parties where people don't remember things. <laughs> well, he's going to a birthday party, but he's going inside the cake. That's the difference. <laughs> They'll, they'll remember me. Make, <laughs> make sure you're not in the cake when they cook it, Blue. <laughs> yeah. So let's um. You know, I'm gonna put a little bit of background music. Uh, you know, just to kind of get the get the, get the get everything going. You know what I'm saying? So we what should we start off with? A little bit of there it is. All right, all right, all right. <clears throat> So today, there's no topics, just uh, whatever you guys want to talk about, uh, call in. The, the phone lines are open if you want to call in. The phone number is 210-209-9435. Call in and um, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, it can be about anything. You know, If you want to know about what Big Blue is going to be uh, doing a little bit later uh, this weekend, ask him. That's the man. He's he's here for you. 80s boy. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know this is one that if you guys are um you know have your kids around this is probably one you're going to want to skip with the kids being around so i think we're gonna get a little crazy up in here you know what i mean maybe maybe depends i saw a couple of questions earlier um i don't know if you start them or not you know yeah there's a few Let's see what's going on. Have you heard any reliable evidence that there is damage to BK's car, which helped LE identify? Just curious. I haven't heard anything. What about you guys? Have you heard anything? No, I don't know. Just just the license plate thing, but that's pretty much it, as far as I know. Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't heard that there was any type of damage or anything like that, but is it possible? 100%. We don't know. Mm-hmm. You know. You know, well, let's think about it. Do you think that would be in the um, probable cause affidavit? I think it would if they're looking for a specific car with certain damage. Yeah, me too. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. Um, I don't think that would be the the main. I mean, they don't need everything, right? They don't need every single little detail to to put in the, the affidavit. Yeah. Well. I mean, if it boils down to to get, if it boils to, if it matches, well, it wouldn't be in the probable cause affidavit because they didn't get his car until after his arrest. Mm -hmm. Remember that. So, yeah, it wouldn't be in the probable cause affidavit. Um, It's possible, man. If they have some sort of like white um, paint transfer, if he hits something on his way out, right, and they can match it to, um, you know, the paint comes back to a stock paint for white Hyundai Elantra. And then, you know, you go look at his Hyundai Elantra and there's some paint transfer right there of like whatever he may have hit. 
and and it comes back to that area you got them right there man but if that's i don't know if that's true or not i i have i've not heard that um but angel d comes in with the spice she's asking and she wants to know this from jaime what is the drunkest you've drunk you've ever been we'll start off with you Jaime. any stories um you know i i drink but i don't drink to get drunk but there was one time that i did and um I ended up going to my my cousin's um, friend's house for a cookout, right? And um, I had just bought, I believe it was a, a bottle of vodka, the Grey Goose vodka, and a Crown Royal, if I remember correctly. Hmm. Well, anyways, um, I ended up drinking the vodka with Sprite, right? And I ended up drinking, it wasn't the, one the it wasn't the big bottle, it was like, you know, this medium-sized bottle, I can't remember what it's called. And um, I ended up drinking that one by myself. And um, I was talking to the to my but my cousin's friend, and I go, "Hey man, I'm gonna I need to go to use the restroom." He's like, "Man, just just go." They had like a a, a lot of acres, right? It was like a ranch. Mm-hmm. They had goats and they had they had chicken coops and everything, right? And um, I was, he's like, "Man, just you go wherever you want to go. It's as long as it's like not in someone and shit, not R. Kelly, anybody." <laughs> And I'm like, all right, cool. So I went, I was like, I was done, man. So I went over here by the chicken coop, right? And I was like, eh, fuck, no, right here, boom. And I, I went and I I passed out, homie. I passed out and I, yeah, and it was kind of far away from where everybody was at, like actually chilling. And my cousin was like calling me because it was like an hour later and I was like dead asleep <laughs> by the chicken coop. And he's like, dude, the only way I found you is because your phone kept on lighting up in the middle of the dark. <laughs> I had to carry me back to the truck and then he ended up just dropping me off at the house and I was like I stepped outside on the on a swing on the nose uh rocking swing yeah. I crashed out there jeez that's, that's pretty that's pretty crazy man what about you big blue when, 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 do you remember the most time you've been drunk was it on the show I, I feel like there's we've no. had some moments where it could have yeah, been on the show one time um I had a few man like I have a few where I would say I'm not drinking no more because Saturday comes along and, and and I start drinking again but I think the one that I remember the most that I, that it was like I should have stopped drinking but I kept going so it was for my cousin's bachelor party and we went downtown uh, we probably hit up probably eight or nine bars and then we went to a gentleman's club and we were in VIP at the gentleman's club. And somehow I was drunk enough where I broke uh, two glasses. So they kind of wanted to kick me out. I said, all right, we we're done at 32 in the morning anyways. We go to my cousin's house to eat and they can't find me for like an hour. I was asleep outside in the bushes. And for some reason, they said I was arguing with my brother that I wanted to drive my truck home. And I was saying it's good, which I wasn't. Like, I dropped off. And then next morning, I woke up in the bathtub with a concussion. <laughs> my boots are still on. Dang. But your pants were. That's the crazy <laughs> part. Just the boots, not the pants. And his socks yeah. were wet. <laughs> Nobody knows what happened there. That's that's a crazy story. You know, I, I really didn't gotten that that drunk. I mean, I've gotten pretty pretty gone before. Um, and if I gotten that drunk, I really don't remember it. 
uh, I think that at the one time that I remember some where I got real drunk and there was some parts that, that I remember it was actually one of my birthdays and we were having a, a party at, at, uh, at this bar that I, I normally would go to and we invited a few people or whatever. And, um, you know, a few people had shown up, you know, not too many. And it, it was like a karaoke type of party. And, mm. you know, so, so there was music, people were singing and I ended up taking, I don't know why I had made the decision, but I'd made the decision that I was going to do seven shots of a, uh, of a drink called liquid cocaine. Now, I don't know how it's made everywhere, but how it was made in this particular bar was it was a uh, half a shot of, of, um, what was it? 151. It was, it was 151 rumple mint. I want to say there was some, um, ghost lager and, and something else. I just can't think of it off the top of my head. Oh, Jaeger. There you go. That's, that was the other one. And I did, I did seven of them. So it was like the equivalent of like, I think when you measured it all up, it was like probably about 18 to 20 shots. And I, I got tore up. I don't remember much, but uh, apparently um, what I do remember is I was sitting at the bar and one of my buddies was trying to keep up with me and he had five of those shots. And I just remember him like puking next to me on the bar, not, not on me, nowhere near me. It was, it was on the bar. And that, you know, I just remember seeing it. I didn't act to, you know, react to it. But apparently, like, um, I turned around and, and threw up in somebody's purse. I, I'm not sure how true that is. It was Big Blue's purse. <laughs> I heard it was the owner of the bars that had their... <laughs> they had their... their, their uh, and it wasn't so much the throw-up part. I just, like, you know, it was pretty gross of what had occurred right next to me. You know what I mean? And so... Um, it was more like spit up a little bit, like, oh, that was gross. But I don't remember it being in the purse. Like, I don't remember there being a purse there. But after the fact, I was told by numerous of people that it was in a purse. And so, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know how true it is. And then a couple of days later, I asked one of my friends, I was like, hey, uh, and I was, you know, why didn't you go to my party? And she was like, Daniel, we, we did go to your party. We talked to you for like 20 minutes. <laughs> Because I'm missing my purse. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, that was probably the drunkest I've ever gotten. Uh, seven shots of liquid cocaine. Never done it again. In fact, I can't, I don't like Jaeger anymore, man. I can't do it anymore. Uh, the, yeah. it, it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't work. And, and this was like, I mean, probably 23, 24, somewhere around there. So it was, it, it, was, it was pretty crazy. It was a good time. It was a good time. I tell I you what, man. There, I have a lot of stories. I can. I got stories for days. Yeah. I'm sure you but do. there was one I always remember is that uh, I had gone out with on a double date with a friend of mine and uh, my ex-wife, and we were drinking. We were like pouring them down like crazy. Me and my buddy. Well, on the way home, you know, she was driving because I was. I was gone and I got super dizzy and I opened the window so I, the kids had to throw up or well, I didn't make it all the way out right and then uh, I was like oh man don't, don't worry I'm gonna get your car detailed and <laughs> I'll pay for it whatever and then I always remember her just staring at me saying we're in your car 
<laughs> oh man, D- dude, I've done something like that, but not in my car. I went, I went out to, uh, I went out to the clubs in Mexico. Uh, this may or may not have been before I was, uh, you know, legally allowed to drink in the United States, but I definitely was able to do so in Mexico. And you know, I went with a couple of buddies of mine. We go out there to the bars. The bars close out late. We're heading back, and my buddies thought it would be funny to sit me in the front seat with the AC full blast, air going right to me, right? And then and then they thought it'd be even better if they locked the windows and locked the door. So we're traveling down the highway and the cold air is hitting me and I'm, I'm getting nauseous. I, I already get car sick as it is. So, <laughs> <laughs> needless to say, he had a, a door panel to clean. I somehow didn't get anything on me. I don't know. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> But David Blaine, that shit, dude, for sure, man. I mean, it probably did. I was just probably couldn't tell. <laughs> I, I uh, guess, hey, man, that, the stories for days. And ask me what, why I know that when you're peeing on the highway, you have to walk backwards and tell you that. <laughs> I wonder why, Blue. I wonder Who's why. Splashes on your legs, damn concrete. <laughs> All right, Blue, have you ever drank in wild turkey whiskey? Yes, I used to love wild turkey. One of my favorite drinks to start out the night before they stopped making 151 was a half a, sh- well, a shot of wild turkey and a shot of one- Bacardi 151. You mix that together and you drink it. Interesting. You know, it's called the 252. The 252. I've had wild turkey on its own. It was, it was all right. I mean, nothing bad. I just like a uh, like a smoother, you know, kind of kind of whiskey. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Uh, Jaime, what yeah, about you? You think it's the word for lady? Yeah, no, I hear What about you, Jaime? You you ever dabbled in some wild turkey? Oh, you know what? I'll be honest, man. I don't remember. That's probably <laughs> why. Um, <laughs> you know, I I've tried a lot of uh, liquor. And whiskeys and whatnot, but I can't remember. I can't remember if I if I have. Interesting. I have. I, I did it at a bar. I was like, yeah, I heard about. It. I think I think it, I had seen it on TV on a commercial like that day. You know, and this was like in my early twenties again. And I saw it up on the shelf, and I was like, man, I remember seeing that on a commercial. I've never had that. I'm gonna try it. I think that was the last time I tried it. To be honest, <laughs> to be honest with you, it was. Um. All right, guys. What do you guys think about the rumor that Two Sigma Chi had medical attention that morning? I don't know if that's true or not. I mean, I don't yeah. know. it's a rumor, probably for for a reason. What do you think, Blue? Yeah. or Hyman? Yeah, I heard the same thing, but I don't know if you know if it's confirmed or anything like that. You know? Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen anything on the record, but you know, everybody said there was a uh, you know, confrontation at the party. Yeah. So if, if there was a confrontation, <laughs> I can hear you. Am I? Am I back on the screen now? All right, hold on. I don't know what happened. Sorry about that, y'all. All 
All right, there we are. Can everybody hear me in the live chat? I just want to make sure that I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. Yeah, we lost the sound because I got kicked out um, for some reason. Won't be, won't be the first time. It wouldn't be the first, be the first time. time. It wouldn't. It really won. Let's we're, see. We're trying out something new. Uh, yeah. When y'all call, we can listen to y'all and talk to y'all at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely needed to do something like that because it's been it's been crazy. You know what I mean? Not being able to to, to hear anybody. So anybody wants to call in 210-209-9435. The phone line is open. Just call. You just want to talk about whatever, you can. Yeah. You know, it don't matter. Uh, Bigfoot, this case. Big blues hemorrhoids. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, what? Like none of these guys? <laughs> uh, Go back you now. Oh man, that's a good one. Oh, I was gonna answer that. <laughs> uh, how did how did you get turkeys me? Uh, I think it was on um, on farmers only. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Mainly school. Mainly, mm-hmm. mainly school, right? I mean, I, I, that's lunch. pretty much it. Lunch. That's how we met. Lunch. A lunch. Yeah. And yeah. B, and C. <laughs> there was a few times we took all three lunches. That is true. I'm not going to lie. In fact, one time, this is a good story. One time we're in high school, and I believe it was myself. I'm not, I think you were there, Jaime, when we kind of like got chased by security guards. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So <clears throat> here, here, here's what will happen. So we decided to take all the lunches, right? And uh, just kind of skip out of school. Uh, I think it was like our senior year or, or junior year or something like that. And for me, it, I, I didn't care. Well, anyways, so <laughs> I, had, I, I didn't even have to take half of the, you know, the, the school year by the time my senior year in high school i was already like three semesters or two semesters into college i could have finished college i just i got tired of school but you know i had finished enough of my stuff by the time my senior year rolled around i had only one class i really needed to go so i, I used to skip out quite a bit i didn't I, I had like library aid i didn't have to be there you know what i mean so well anyways uh, uh we end up skipping out we taking out three lunches on this particular day. And in the second period lunch, you had A lunch, B lunch, and C lunch. So in B lunch, there was a fight that had occurred. And um, it had nothing to do with us, but security was like on alert. So they were looking for people, whatever. C lunch comes around. And for some, some reason, the security guard is just like walking behind us, like for no reason. So, so we start to, we start to walk a little bit faster. Right, <laughs> we start start Richard Allen that shit. Yeah, we start walking faster, and um, behind us, the security guard lady starts walking faster, and so for no reason, we just we just booked it, <laughs> and um, what do you call it? So we yeah, bo- yeah we take off, we ba- we book it, and we went we end up going down this um, hallway where it was like a U, right? So it was a, you can go down that hallway and then at the end of it, uh, there was another hallway, but there was only one direction you can go. And then it you'd back into the main hallway. So <laughs> I don't know why we thought we'd outsmart her by going down one of them. And when we turned a corner to come back up the other side of the U, there was like two of them now. 
right? And so they, they stopped us. And they're like, what are y'all doing? We're like, just trying to get away from you? Like, We're not trying to get in trouble by you. Right. They're like, well, why are you running? I was like, why are you chasing us? And it was uh, like, she was she was like, we just want to talk to you. And I'm like, you can talk to your partner. <laughs> yeah, we were we were pretty not sarcastic, but I think I think we were a little bit. But I was just like, but seriously, they, they were chasing us for no reason. And fortunately, at that time, I had sea lunch. So I was on my scheduled lunch period. So the, the the these two security guards begin to question us and they're like well why are you running and i'm like well we thought you were trying what did i say i said we thought you were trying to fight us because there was a fight earlier that day and we had nothing to do with it but somebody threatened us and they kind of look like you from a distance i was like we all have like bad vision here like all of us had glasses on at the time and i don't think they bought it but they they had no reason to chase us you know what I mean? It. Like we, we, like, we what, what does this guy look like? It's like, oh, he has a mustache and like that. It's all girl cop. <laughs> well, it's because I knew this guy that kind of looked like her. You know, he wore a trench coat. He had the long hair. He was about the same. Like she, okay, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, you know, paint the picture. Uh, the security guard was like on the um, that toughest woman. Remember that boxing show that used to happen back in the day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like on that, so and like literally on that, so on that show she at one a, point. She was a female American gladiator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was, she was, she was, she was, you know, like a like a like a bigger person, and from a distance, you know, when you have bad vision, you know, it, it, it could be anybody, you know. And so we got questioned. They're like, "Well, why are you running?" And we just started walking faster behind us, <laughs> and mm-hmm. and the guy tells us. Well, you shouldn't be running from people that want to fight you. You need to learn how to fight. And I was just like, yes, sir. That That's exactly what we'll do. We'll learn how to fight. <laughs> and they let us go. But, but, you know, the only thing that we were doing at the time was just really, we had already skipped out. But by the time they got onto us, or, yeah. you know, we we're already at our scheduled time. I mean, I guess they could have called our teachers from our other two periods to to, to figure it out. Yeah, I was on my third hot pocket, I think. <laughs> I just remember he um Hugo was eating some hot Cheetos and and his nose was running. And like the one security guard thought he was on he was on the cocaine. Some like, meth. Yeah, like he was like looking at him like, Why is your nose running? <laughs> and you could clearly see that that Hugo's fingers were like were all red from eating the hot Cheetos. And he's like, uh, I'm eating hot Cheetos, sir. And then he goes, look up. Kind of flashed the light in his nose just to make sure. It's the craziest thing, man. Craziest thing. <clears throat> yeah. We're not we're not using StreamYard to do the call-ins because we've been having trouble with that, right? Like, we can't hear the, the caller and they can't hear us. So we're trying to just do, what is it, Skype? Yeah, it's through Skype. Skype. It's a Skype call. Um that you guys can call through, you know, if you're overseas and you want to call in and you can get the Skype, uh, use the, uh, drunk Turkey show email, drunk Turkey show at gmail.com. And you'll be able to call us through Skype and we'll be able to add you onto the call through there. So for anybody internationally, if you have Skype, it's a Skype call. So it'll be free. Don't got to pay for anything. Just dial us through the email. Again, that's drunk Turkey show at gmail.com. And you'll be able to come on through. So, Jaime, do you believe in the Loch Ness Monster? 
That's the that's what everybody wants to know. I believe maybe maybe not the Loch Ness monster itself, but I believe that in the ocean there's things that we haven't seen yet deep in the you know way way down there. You know where we can't really where where that um sub is at right now. What's what's the name of that sub? The one that imploded. Yeah, that's that's where all the the crazy shit is at, man. Yeah, way deep that's, in the abyss. Yeah, man. I'm sure there's a megalodon down there somewhere. It probably is, man. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, what about uh, you? You? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some, you know, species we haven't found in the depths of our ocean. You know, when it comes to, I think we've we know more about our moon than the bottom of the ocean. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, I don't know. You know, it's it's possible. Angel asks, and how is it going, Cammy? Um, and does the Ford Turkey Jonathan actually exist? Yes, yes, he does. As a matter of fact, we've been actually um, what playing Fortnite. Yeah, with him. Yeah, <laughs> with yeah, him. yeah. So, or trying at least. Yeah, yeah. I think we're gonna do a. We might end up, you know, playing a little bit of Fortnite later on after the show. Um, I don't know if anybody's tuning in likes to play games or whatever. I actually think that we probably should stream that because that's probably the funniest content that we, we could probably put out there is when you get me, Jaime, uh, Jonathan, and Big Blue can figure out his PlayStation. PlayStation? <laughs> I, I got a Nintendo Switch with the kids. It's all right, man. I, need, I, I, think I need you can to get the PlayStation. But yeah. I just don't play it enough to want to buy a $500 PlayStation. Uh, what is Fortnite? Fortnite is a first-person shooting game, kind of like Call of Duty or whatever, but it's more like, um, it's I guess, childish. Friendly. Yeah, like friendly. like the characters you get to use are from like all sorts of things. Like I have, um, I have like Dragon Ball Z characters that I can use to go fight with, uh, or and it's more like a shooting game. So you know, shoot with. I have a few Star Wars folks. Uh, <laughs> you'll see. Um, Sometimes I'll dress up like a, or I'll have the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers uh, outfit on or whatever, the uniform on. So I think you it's called a skin, right? Yeah, you can build some stuff. It's it's pretty cool. It's 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 all right. And when you get your buddies, especially us that are like, you know, I'm not gonna tell y'all how old we are, but you know, we're not we're not we're not in our twenties no more. Uh, <laughs> it, it gets kind of fun, you know what I'm saying? It's fun. We're older and with a uh, dark humor, and it's a good combination when playing online. Yeah. yeah, I sent a video about sounds in outer space. Do y'all believe there is sound? I don't know, man. I'm still struggling to think that there's not water above a permanent or whatever you want to call it. Um, what do you guys think? Do you think you can you can hear you can hear sound through the vacuum of space? I want to say yes. I don't even think we love it in the moon. That's true, man. And there's some people that have, have had that debate. Have we landed on the moon? I think, I think they've been lying to us, man. I think it's Stanley Kubrick filmed that shit. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, man. Like, I mean, what, 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 how would that change anything now? Let's just say we find out here in the near future that. We have not gone to the moon. Like, 
Oh, wait, anyway, farmer says I sent you a video recorded Monday of three UFOs. We need to, if that was in my email, I'm gonna go check that out here in a second. I think somebody tried to call in. If you were, try calling in one more time. I, it just briefly popped up and then came back off. Let me ask you this. Um, did y'all get a message today from Northside School District? No. Uh, what? I, I, we got a message that uh, it's just like I think it was from the district or the principal saying that a couple school districts throughout the state of Texas got the same message about there's a Russian hacking uh, I want to say group uh, ter- terrorist group oh, not just call. claiming that they can do something to the system, but like actual cause actual harm to the student. Interesting. Hey, hello. Hey, we got our first caller coming in. How's it going? <laughs> who who are we speaking with? Um, my name is Micro Kimmy. I'm always in the chat. Oh, um, how's it going, Micro? Yeah. I never call it. <laughs> hello. Um, so I just wanted to throw this thought I had out there about like the whole Brian Koberger thing, and because I'm. I'm such a black and white person, like conspiracy theories drive me nuts. I just can't get on board. So, um, and plus I trust law enforcement more than I don't. I'm also going to school to be criminal justice. I'm going to school for criminal justice right now. And you know, stuff fascinates me. Um, but nice. so like, I really feel, I really feel like, um, Brian Koberger actually played a big part in, adding disinformation online like i really do feel like before he got locked up um like stating the brat boy thing as fact acting like he i think some guy called into like the t robe show and i don't know if that was actually debunked or whatever but it sounded like him and he was saying how he intimately knew about the frat over there saying like how would you kill someone if you could kind of thing i don't know um sorry um and then like maybe like being in the four channels you know that kind of stuff with us and then like the papa roger stuff so like all of the conspiracy theory stuff was very much it, it sounds like something somebody like that would do and then on top of that it's just spread like wildfire and it's still happening now it drives me nuts yeah yeah um well let's take that one step at a time the the first thing is that caller that had called in you know that there was possibly bk ended up not being him it was somebody else i think that guy's name was dave and it's not dave that oh. yeah yeah it's not the same dave that's come out on our channel or or on truth and transparency it's some other guy named dave i think he's out of nevada um oh is that the guy that says he's papa rogers uh i'm not sure i haven't heard that one either uh, oh but uh, yeah, I, I I don't know about that. You know, if if he's out there putting in some disinformation, I think that I don't know. Could that look bad on him if it comes out in court that he's you know doing that? Man, you know, I think that I think that um, you know because they're holding a lot close to the vest. I I just think like there's so much more we don't know. And I, I literally cannot wait for a trial to start in like 10 years or whatever. But like, it, it's just, 
there's going to be a lot that's going to be revealed. And I, I think that also, and I know the defense, like defense attorneys, they have a job to create reasonable doubt. They have a job to do that. But it seems like that is the only, like that's all the energy so far being put into this on that side is trying to get everything thrown on a technicality instead of like, no, he wasn't here. He was there. It was just, you know, the IGD technicality crap. And it's like, you know, it, it, it makes you wonder why they're pushing so hard for that technicality, which I know it's their job, but also that's it. You know? Hmm. What do you think, Jaime? Well, when it comes down to the mis- misinformation, yeah. Um, or do you, you think that, about, do you think that Koberger that? put out misinformation? I believe I don't think so. I don't think so because um, I honestly think this might be his first time if he's the one that actually committed this crime. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, more. I guess if you could say maybe seasoned um, murderer probably would, but I don't think in this case. But then again, you know, with technology nowadays. You can pretty much, you know, fake everything you can, like to uh, hide all your your information, like especially because they got a bunch of information off his phone and, and his computer. So if if he did anything on that, that, that would come out. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I think also, you know, um, he did that survey, and there had, you know, you don't have your edu email once you graduate; that's gone. So I can't imagine they found anything on that, but. He probably spoke with someone that committed, you know, a murder and then, or sorry, I don't know if I'm saying that. I'm allowed to say that on here, but no, you're fine. Um, committed that kind of crime, but also sowed doubt online and got, you know, got away with it kind of thing. You know, he could have gotten ideas. Maybe, I don't know. You know, when it comes to the misinformation aspect of it, you know, right now we know that Brian Koberger has been locked up since just before the start of the new year and misinformation is still kind of going wild. So I, I think that it doesn't, it didn't necessarily need Koberger um, input or, or his help for misinformation to go, you know, when you have a gag order as strict as it is and there are questions um, still left yeah, to be but... answered, you know, I, I think that that's going to, that's going to add to misinformation. You know, people are going to. Oh, yeah. I mean, they want to sensationalize the hell out of this. Like, I mean, it, it's so it, the most simplest explanation is usually the right one. And then but that's not sensational enough for certain people. I, I think it's just it's more fun to make up these things. But there's actual people that lost their lives and families mm-hmm. that lost their children. You know, I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the saddest part is that we forget. And we're talking about somebody's family member. Mm-hmm. And some people go overboard with certain things they do. Yeah, especially like the wild claims out there, you know. Yeah, I, I added one more call onto the call thing real quick. Uh, somebody else calling 810. Welcome to the show. Who are we speaking with? 210, you're still there. Oh, she dropped off. You were still, <laughs> you were still there, though. Uh, 810, are you, are you there? Yes, hi, my name is Marsha, and I'm from Michigan. How's it going, Marsha? Welcome to the show. Nice to meet you. Oh, it's pretty good. Knowing right now or anything, but it's nice. I'm down by, I'm down by Detroit area. 
anyway, oh, nice. I was. Are uh, you talking about the uh, Brian Kohlberger case? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you got? Okay. Uh, what is this? I hear that possibly Ethan had his um, legs cut and different things, body parts cut. Is, do you hear anything about that, or was that just all a rumor? Uh, me personally, I think those are rumors. Um, I think the coroner had mentioned that majority of the, uh, uh, I want to say the the assault on the body was towards the torso area. Okay, because I know that there was different things said about that's why he never fought back, and then he was, um, you know, caught off guard, and that they put him out of commission real quick. So I was just wondering, and who's Pete? Some Pete guy that supposedly got in a fight with Ethan. Did you hear anything about him? I think it was, um, I heard that there was a couple of guys, or one guy in particular, I thought it was somebody named Loach or something like that, that uh, the rumor is that he and Ethan got into some kind of disagreement. And this is, I think, per like like 4chan and whatnot. Um, there was some sort of disagreement, some sort of... Um, I guess he was mad because uh, he was being accused of using some sort of uh, uh, of drug use, and that I think steroids that shriveled up his manhood, and they got into a fight. I think mean, that's what the rumor is, but I don't know how true that rumor is. First and foremost, and second, you know, to to take into consideration, like you know, a revenge or a roid roid rage, alcoholic induced or alcohol induced you know, rage incident, uh, given the fact that there's like no DNA outside of what was left on the sheath, uh, their the murders were done clean as far as like, you know, if the sheath wasn't there, there was no evidence that pointed to anybody. You know, he almost committed the I, perfect crime. And I was just wondering, cause I had heard about a peak and I had not heard of that name mentioned before, just the two Davids. So I was just wondering if you knew any, Thing about that and about Ethan's history. Yeah, and no. I want to thank you for taking the call, and I appreciate it. Yeah, thank, thank you, you. thank you. Um, Where you hang up? I have a quick question. What's up, Blue? Yes. Well, she's from um, Michigan, right? Yeah. So, one of the theories that we had—I'm not sure if you uh, might be able to answer this—but because of the climate, when say you get a nosebleed outside and it's snowing. Does that affect the time of it turning, you know, black or does it stay more reddish because oxygen? Now, what was that again? I didn't quite understand. When uh, the temperature out does what? So, so what Blue was trying to say is when when the temperature drops and it's it's cold outside. If if somebody gets like a nosebleed, is it um does it take longer for the blood to dry, uh, things like that because of the cold the cold air? I wouldn't know. I'm not medically trained, but that's a good question. I do know that it's supposed to be when people get hurt and they are outside and it's cold, that it uh, the blood flow slows down because of the coldness. That I've heard. That's why some people yeah. put like ice on it, on a cut and stuff to slow it down. But I couldn't tell you about no sleep because that's coming from inside the nose. So it's fresh. Yeah. So I, no. I figured it's harder it and dry it. No. I don't want to know sleep, believe me, it's no fun, but I, I do understand that, um, you know, that's a good question because um, it is cold up here, believe me, it's very cold. 
Yeah, you're sending it down here to us. Suppose we're supposed to get called tomorrow. Uh, I can add to that conversation about the nose, <laughs> the nosebleed. Yeah. I'm yeah. literally in the same. I'm in. I'm y'all's neighbor. I live in like by Randolph Airport Base. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, um, and my kid has nosebleeds constantly, but y'all know the weather here. Yeah. When it bleeds, it don't stop, and it just does not stop. So I guess I bet it's the opposite in the cold. It has to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I added one more call to this. So we have 604. We have 810 and 210 on right now. We're probably going to not let anybody else come in until we have these calls done. Uh, but let's uh, let's go um, in order. 210. Welcome back. Um, do you have any other questions? Um, Like... I don't know. Uh, I mean, I've been watching y'all for about two months now, and uh-huh. it seems like y'all are all on the same page, right? Uh-huh. I think it, y'all have a differing opinion about this case. Um, we did for a while, but I think it's all kind of come together. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, we had our theories at the beginning, but once the you know, the small amounts of evidence are coming out and the little bit of the, you know, the leaks because of the gag order, then it started pointing out to a different, to a different direction or a different theory that we have now. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. It started like, coming I feel towards like... my side more. <laughs> I was more of the guilty. Yeah, Blue, Blue yeah, is, awesome. he, him, he did it since day one. That's that's what Blue's stance had been. Well, where, where's your stance? Oh, I've been all, all guilt. I'm guilty. I, I believe he is the guy. You know, they know what they're doing. And and for a small town to have done all of that hard work and get the, the feds involved and all that stuff, they, they rocked. They rocked on this case. I mean, I I would have thought that he would have gotten away if if I think he kicks himself every night leaving that sheet behind. Yeah. Dumb move. You know, he almost committed the perfect crime. And I know he did dumb stuff that night, but literally, if he left, he did not leave the sheep. You think like those kids wouldn't wouldn't be getting justice at all? And um, no, I I lean on guilt hard, and I have friends that think the opposite. You know, I'm I'm a big part of the Thought Riot podcast community. Mm-hmm. There's all different opinions in there, but everybody's so nice in there to each other. Yeah. I love it. Um, but then there's other communities that people are just volatile and like rude and they call each other names i'm like why like why even be like that you know yeah but um i lean on guilt i think that um i just i think everything's gonna come out and i hope what i think is when everything's presented in trial and all that stuff that the people that believe all these weird you know tunnels in the ground and all that stuff is gonna go away and they're gonna be like oh man i was wrong Sometimes people like that still don't change. They're like, oh, he's still a psyop. You know, like what? No, I don't get it. <laughs> I cannot think like that. It drives me nuts. Yeah. But no, that's it. I got it. That's all I got. I love you guys. You. Y'all are amazing. I love what y'all do. Y'all are so down to earth and, and y'all keep it real. And I love that. We appreciate thank you. That. Thank you. Have a good one. You have a good night. Yeah, you too. Thanks. And I'm about to go, but I wanted to tell you guys that I think you're all very nice gentlemen. And I uh-huh. think I like the way that you're respectful. 
And I think you're all very cute. So I'll say good night. And you guys have a great day. Thank you. We Thank appreciate you. that. You have a good night as well. Thank you. There it is. All righty. So let's get a couple of these super chats real quick, and then we'll open up the phone calls again. Again, if you guys want to call and talk about Brian Koberger, you want to talk about the case, Richard Allen, we can do that. If you want to talk about other things, let's just say, I don't know, you, you're you suspicious of your significant other, and you think that maybe something's going on. Big Blue is the love guru. And he'll be able to help you out with any of those type of questions. Jaime can help you out with any type of animal and, you know, skin tag concerns. That is true. I do have eggs. I forgot about those. <laughs> or if there's a case that you are really interested in that we might want to talk about, we do look at other cases sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we definitely do. Um, like I said, we just... It, about another half hour or so. So bring it all in. Um, Ellen comes in with a uh, six dollar. Is that pounds? Euros? I think it's euros. Six pounds. Euros. Uh, so you drive a white Elantra. Your DNA is found on the sheet, and your phone pings in the area. Dot dot dot. And then she comes in with another one. Blue, can you pull up the other one? My computer is doing its thing again. Your phone is off during the crime. You don't have an alibi, but it's not you. Must be the most unlucky guy in the universe. I agree. You know, when it comes to to, to Brian Koberger, um, yeah, that for everything to go wrong like that, it, it's definitely a situation where there is some unluckiness. What are the odds? What are the odds? Insane to think he's not the guy. Well, thank you so much, Ellen, for your your donations. We appreciate you. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it, to me. Yeah, if you look at the big picture of things. And you're trying to add every piece to the puzzle and, you know, try to give them the benefit of the doubt on every single piece. The story that comes out is pretty, pretty insane. I'll be honest with that. Um, what do you guys think? Like we said before, man, there's so many things had to happen for him not to be the guy. There's way too many. I mean, even just, honestly, like he could have come up with a better alibi. Well, the thing is, he doesn't... At the time, remember, they were asking for a bunch of the uh, information from the defense. Mm-hmm. That could have been his alibi right there. I found in the mistress. <laughs> Give us a call. Let's talk about it. Um, you know, him, his alibi, like, remember the Murdoch case where mm-hmm. he said that he wasn't over there by the dog kennels and then there was a Snapchat, uh, Snapchat video of him by the dog kennels? You know, then he come up with his elaborate story why he was there. Now, I think that um, if you give Koberger like all the evidence you have against him at that point when you're asking for his alibi, then he's going to be able to come up with some kind of elaborate, you know, deal uh, saying that, oh, I was I was over here, over here and over here. And it kind of fit the story. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Does anyone think Koberger left his phone in the Elantra or brought it into the house? That's a good question, Sam. What do you think, Blue? I want to say he he left it in the car. Just in case anything that would track it doesn't show it inside the house. Hmm. What do you think, Anna? I think the best thing he could have done is either turn it off completely throughout the, the whole night or left it at home. Yeah. You know, I don't think he, the phone was off, 
so I don't think he would have brought it into the house unless it was in airplane mode. And this is why I think people come into this airplane mode situation. Maybe it was in airplane mode. What if what if he wanted to take some pictures that he wanted to take home with him? You know, but he doesn't want his phone on. So he takes the pictures with um, with his cell phone or with his device, possibly his cell phone because he's taking it with him, has it on airplane mode. So that way uh, he's not connected to any devices. What do y'all think about that? That don't make sense. Um, the only thing is that he, the phone was in and out most of the night. Except for... Not, not, not necessarily because of the signal, neither. It's just like, it was the places his phone would go off and there would be, you know, a place where it did get signal. Yeah. Where there was a power. So it's like, he was turning it on and off throughout the night. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it was off solid, though. Between two two forty seven, I believe, and like four forty eight in the morning, so yeah. you know that kind of throws in a wrench, right? When people say, "Oh, he lost service," he lost service. Like, all right, all right. Well, you know, if you're losing service and it's going and coming, it's not going to be going off for the entire two hours straight. Also, they have a warrant for the towers that are nearby. Don't you think that there would be some sort of activity with all the cell phones in that area like that? You know what I'm, I'm saying? Just- yeah, and and I think that his defense team would bring that up. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, definitely. So I I don't I don't think it's a it's, I don't think that that's a valid excuse, alibi, thought, or anything. It probably should be thrown out because it's not a possibility. It ain't. You know that his phone is going to be off that a lot of time, and you know the rest of uh, Moscow and Pullman. You know, during that time, had no issues. Just his phone. Yeah, I was gonna say for this one, we we did do a video on jumping and Ramsey. Yeah, but we only like one of our first. But we really second. didn't. We really didn't talk a lot about it. You know, yeah, it was a. It it, it was more like we were kind of just talking over it because there was uh, some DNA. I think that no, there was a guy who had claimed that he had uh, committed the crime in a uh, some sort of like letter, right? And we looked at some things. We looked at the possibility of um, an intruder, it being somebody from inside the house. Me personally, I think it was somebody inside the house, or somebody had had access to being inside the house at one point. What do you guys think? I think it would probably be like a. A friend of the family, maybe. Yeah. Somebody that knew the layout. Um, either that or exactly the family itself. But, like, I know there's been a lot of speculation on the on the brother. And I believe he took uh, light pictures. I'm not sure if he, if that was him or his the parents. But I believe he, they did. And I think they all passed. I don't know, man. Um I was sent the, I guess, some videos of some interviews from the family. It's like six hours long. I've only seen like 15 minutes, but I haven't been going through it all. Uh, Maybe we'll talk about that. It it is, it's interesting. You know what I'm saying? Like some of the answers they have and especially, especially the little boy. Yeah. You know, there's something, and I think that Ken Maines brings it up. He's from Unsolved No More. Uh, 
he doesn't want to talk about this bowl of pineapple. I think it's pineapple and milk. Big Blue, have you ever had pineapple and milk? No, I've never tried it. I haven't either. Maybe we should try it before. We... Um, you know what? I would say maybe. Uh-huh. Is that uh, you have a pina colada? Sometimes you get the cream, but you normally use coconut cream. Have you guys ever thought about covering the Crystal Rogers case? I don't know who that is, to be honest with you. I was looking it up right now, and it looks like it happened two days ago, I think. And they've had three arrests, third man arrested for her death. Oh, wow. That's crazy. I, I hadn't even heard about this. There's, there's so much wrong in the world today that, you know, the news that's coming out about certain things, whether it's active shooters or, or kidnappings or, or yeah, she, trafficking. This period in 2015, but just in the last two days, you know, they've made some arrests. Oh, wow. Yeah, I had no idea. I had no idea. So, yeah. Anybody interested in calling in 210-209-9435? The phone lines are open. I know we missed a couple of calls because we had a couple of folks on. Uh, they are open. They are open. I'm scared Angel, Angel D is not calling because they've been asking some spicy, spicy stuff. Oh, man. Bring them on. Bring them on. Put them on. Big Blue will answer anything and everything. There's some other questions I saw or other cases. Like so guys, real quick. Let's do it. Let's do Oh, we have a phone call coming in. We got a call coming in. 604. The 604, you're on the air. What's going on? Welcome to the Drunk Turkey Show. Hi. How's Hi it, guys. How's it going? <laughs> Hi, this is I Iona. Iona. Nice to meet you, Iona. (laughs) Do you guys own a pair? (laughs) Hopefully three. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Three. Oh. (laughs) Okay. So, um, yeah, thank you for taking my call. I'm um, calling from the Vancouver area in Canada. And um, I was just wondering what your families and your employers think of your show, or if they know, and if they're a fan. Oh, that's a great question. Big Blue, we'll start off with you since uh, you're yeah. the most famous. Yeah, my, my family's supportive. They they like it. Uh, they're not into true crime, so they don't watch it all the time. But they see it sometimes. And I actually, when we first started, I was promoting it with a bunch of my coworkers. So my employers know. Um, mm-hmm. They just know that they can't call me into work early Mondays, Wednesdays, or, or Fridays. Oh, cool. <laughs> uh, what, what about you, Jaime? Are, are, are you in the support group? Uh, yeah, man. Uh, my supervisor, um, he watches uh, the show sometimes. But um, he's my supervisor, but I run that motherfucker. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we know, my man. We know. So, so he watches the show often? Yeah, he he tunes in a couple of times. Uh, uh, when they were like, well, he tunes in Mondays and Fridays. Yeah, he, he's like, he's I'm not gonna tune in if I was not there. Uh, you know, this is the money maker over here, bro. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? But like, even my other coworkers, they they tune in and they say what's up sometimes. Yeah, as, as far as me, um, the family know about it. They're cool with it. My wife's in the live chat. She's one of our mods. 
Um, as far as anybody else in the family, I think I think my kids are embarrassed by it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, when when the Koberger case first started, there was a um, some TikToks that were made of us, and my and the first couple of times my kids ran out of the room like, "Hey, Dad, you're on TikTok," and and this TikTok got like two million views, and I was like, "Wow, that's that's pretty crazy," and. And it just started going around and people just, you know, they were cool about it. But then it got to a point where I think they got a little bit embarrassed. So, yeah. Yeah. Didn't hear so here. Like my, my, my kids were the same way. And then, um, you know, after a while, they were like, oh, you know what? That's not might not be the best thing to tell my friends <laughs> in the YouTube world. <laughs> yeah. uh, my, my kids supported me for a while, but I think what... One of the things that was the employer aspect that, that my employers are like, well, I was embarrassed to show them, but they said it was fine. It was when we came out on, was it the Nightline special? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 778, real quick. 778, um, here in about two minutes, we'll take your call. Just give us a couple of minutes here. All right, go ahead. What, what, what were you saying, Blue? Yeah, because, you know, they, they bamboozled us into changing the storyline and all the stuff so oh yeah dude yeah yeah that one was that one was oh. crazy um but yeah for the most part i, I think we, you know and as far as my employer I, I am my employer i work for myself mm-hmm. so um my the guys that work with me slash for me um i would send them some you know the videos at first but as we got into like some of the more true crime stuff they um they'll still come and watch every now and then but they'll definitely tune in when we talk about some of the uh, more loose you know topics and funnier things oh that's great oh you guys are so cool i love watching you guys except whenever your your lives are on it's dinner time for me here so you know i i try and uh, set the alarm to watch you guys but that's great and i just want to say hi to the mods like angel mrs steelers fan and heather and to the rest and um well i'll let you go because it sounds like um seven seven eight's another uh a bc person on the phone and uh, merry christmas happy hanukkah and happy holidays, happy holidays. yeah and thank you happy for taking holidays. my call you guys happy. yeah thank you thank you take care you guys bye we appreciate you thank you Seven seven eight, you're on the air. What's going on? I'm Daniel alongside Blue and Jaime. How's it going? Well, what's going on, man? This is Anthony Greeno from True Crime Investigate. Hey, what's going on, Anthony? Hey, How hey, you doing, man. man? Hey, I'm doing good, man. Um, so I'm actually calling from Seattle, and I was just curious on what you guys thought about Richard Allen uh, and his new move to the new prison. Well. Isn't isn't it a further a further drive for him now? Isn't isn't that accurate? Correct. Yeah, and it's a four hour drive to his attorneys now. Oh, geez. new attorneys. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you be careful what you wish for. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying. I mean, do you, do you uh, guys find find it interesting that um, he is actually in the same prison as Keegan Klein? And another former person of interest, James Brian Chadwell. That is interesting. Like, um, you know, when I found out that he was going to be in the same prison as Keegan Klein, uh, maybe it's a tactic to see what if it, they talk. 
Yeah, to see if they talk or they try to get some information to each other. You know what I'm saying? You know, it could be some sort of tactic yeah. in doing so. Um, but that is interesting. I mean, I, I I would do it. I mean, if he's, you know, you put him in there, you know, maybe put up some um, cameras or some microphones somewhere clear, you know, close by, you know, his cell or whatever the case may be. You know, you, there's no rights in there. You know, you don't have the right to not be recorded. You don't have the right to not be, uh, you know, those type of things when you're in prison. And so um, I would think they would probably do something like that, you know, but he's in probably segregation and, and, you know, I don't know if he can actually like communicate with him, but maybe perhaps that might make Keegan Klein nervous. What do you guys think? What do you think about the fact that, that Richard Allen is now housed in the same place as Keegan Klein and, and others who were thought of to have been maybe possible persons of interest in this case? Well, I, th- I think he will be isolated, you know, especially with being accused of killing two children. It doesn't go well in, in, in prisons, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's always people that do like kites, you know, they send messages here and there. But I don't know how that works, you know, but um, I'm pretty sure people talk. And if they do get a hold of each other and they find out what they were saying, then it's going to be a big, a big breakthrough if it's. It's it's evidence towards the, the this case, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, how much? How many friends are either one of them having? I mean, one of them is uh, accused of taking the lives of two little girls, and the other one's accused of child uh, indecency, and you know that's the nicest way of saying it. Um, CP. Yeah, there's 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 not a lot of people lining up to help those guys, or or a lot of people lining up to have them join their crew. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's interesting. I wonder, I wonder if there's any other motive behind it. Uh, what What are your thoughts, Anthony? Do you think that? Um, what are your thoughts on him being moved there? Um, do you think that his lawyers are going to try, or do you think that maybe perhaps there's going to be a change of venue and the court's going to be changed somewhere closer to where he's being housed? It wouldn't surprise me if they if the new attorneys move for a change of venue, I don't think anything's going to happen until the Supreme court makes a decision on the other issues that were going on with the other attorneys. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm actually really stunned that they moved him. Um, I think that they did so to avoid the tort claim that was filed against the state, uh, that his attorneys, his previous attorneys filed. I think the attorney general, since he went ahead and approved that move, he's usually in charge. If someone sues the state, he makes that final decision. And I think that that was his way of settling with them by saying, you know what, let's just go ahead and move him. Then there's no issue. Uh, no more guards are threatening him, no Odinous guards or whatever he's claiming. And uh, let's, you know, if, if it's that big of an issue, let's just move him and see what's going on. Now, I don't even know if they even thought twice about Klein being there. They probably didn't even consider that. They probably didn't. Because the court and those people don't really have anything to do with the Department of Corrections. So, you know, they don't really know what the Department of Corrections does with people after they are done with them. You know, they just go all over. So I'm kind of clueless on it all, man. I just I just hope that we don't have a mistrial in this case for all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be crazy. The state moved them just to prevent a lawsuit. That was another I case I just so. read about. There was a lady in prison. I can't remember what this treatment that she was getting, but she sued and she won. But she was there for like murder, but she won like a million dollars. 
I don't know what she's going to do with her money. She's going to get ramen noodles every day or something. But... Hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, and my, my last question for you guys, I'll hop off of here, um, is who's going to go to trial for who's going to go to trial first, Richard Allen or Coburger? Oh, that's a good one. That is a good question. You know, real quick before you hop off, though, um, I heard that the the current prison that he's being you know put at is it's, it's known as being worse than the prison he just left. Is that true? Well, I mean, they house people in there for life. It's a level four prison. It goes all the way down to level one, or not level one, but level two, um, which is like a minimum. But there's different. It's almost like different prisons inside of a prison, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so he where, he, where he would be, I would assume, would be at least level three, like Keegan Klein is, and the other guy, Chadwell. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're level three offenders, and Klein's outdate is not till like. 2048 and Chad Wells is until like 21 something. So, um, you know, they're in there for that long. So I would assume that they have him in a unit like that because they want to protect him. Yeah. 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 You know, that, that's one of the things that I've been saying is, you know, everybody's you know complaining that he was in a prison and not in a county jail, but you know, there, there's some resources that have to take place when you're putting somebody who's possibly like on watch to prevent himself from, you know, Epsteining himself. You know what I mean? So like if, yeah. if he, if he ended up going to a County jail where, you know, there's less officers, less resources, and then something like that ends up happening, then everybody's going to be complaining that he wasn't in a place with 24 hour surveillance and 24 hour uh, guards at by his side. I mean, you're looking at an area that I think, um, you know, I'm assuming that those prisons probably pay more, you know, to the guards. So, that, you know, you're probably going to have a lack of, you know, folks that are going to want to work in a smaller area if there's a bigger prison that pays more. So, uh, yeah. you know, I, I just assume that there's a lot of things that are going on there. But uh, to answer, oh, go ahead, Blue. I think it's going to be a good thing because they'll have more resources. And if it's a, you know, higher class prison it's like Wackenhut and Del Rio they had different sections and I remember when I took criminal justice we took a tour of it and the guys that were you know lifers they were pretty like individually secured they don't even go outside at the same time yeah yeah all right yeah so uh yeah well thank you so much for calling in we'll answer your question um, we appreciate you, man. And if you guys aren't following True Crime Investigates with Anthony Greeno, go check him out. He was on our show not too long ago. We had a great conversation with him about the Delphi case and Richard Allen. Uh, go check that out video out too. If you haven't seen it, um, Jaime, who, what case do you think is going to start first, Brian Koberger or Richard Allen? The the way things are going with uh, Richard Allen, I think Brian Koberger's case might be coming up a lot faster than his than Richard Allen's. Because the Richard Allen case is, is so shit show from the beginning, you know. So I think I think I think Koberger is going to go on trial first. Yeah, what do you think, Blue? I don't know yet because since he's got his new lawyers and he got moved, I think one of the contingencies was they got sixty days before trial. Something like that. It was it was a contingency in there. No, no. What they wanted, what the defense wanted was they wanted him to be moved 
and they wanted court to start within 60 or 70 days yeah. um, of when they yeah, decided if yeah if the if they were going to allow him to keep his his current attorney so that decision is still up in the air at at supreme court um gotcha. you know, yeah for me i think it's going to be probably i mean here, here's the thing richard allen case already has a date it's in october right you know we don't have a date for brian koberger uh it's already going to be january i highly doubt we're gonna you know we're still trying to figure out what's going to be allowed in what's not going to be allowed in court um let's just say they figure all that stuff out and they come to you together saying all right boom we have everything let's go to court i'm thinking that's probably going to be a six month you know outing right between the time that they say they got everything and the time that they're ready to go to court um at the most maximum right so i just think that maybe perhaps because his trial is currently indefinite but then i don't know man that's a good question that's tough isn't it yeah that's tough a decision to make i i think that it's right now i'm leaning more towards coburger being first but i'm probably guessing they're probably gonna start around the same time yeah there's yeah. a guess is a guess that's a guess i don't know sometime late next year probably around this time next year yeah that that yeah you're right that's that's yeah that's where i'm guessing too because i mean it just kind of depends i mean if 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 once the defense come you know gets word whether or not they're going to get everything or not or what they're going to get out of the igg and they're like all right everything's set we're going to go to court could be 60 could be 45 days could be a you know 90 days Uh, but i don't think it's going to be anything more than than um six months 180 days from that time i think it's going to be the probably when it's going to be the limit so with that being said i think that coburger's case probably happens around august okay yeah. all right guys hey man i appreciate you guys answering my questions and stuff i like your show dude i'm watching listening appreciate right. it thanks man thank you Go take care. all right yeah. guys thank you we're gonna take yeah. our last call you, you too my man we're gonna take our last call tonight uh three four six how's it going uh, welcome to the show see you later, i boo. gotta go with two guys see you later big blue hi it hi how's it going three four six yeah, three four six is that me is that me from spain calling in yes ma'am yeah. that is you it is oh wow i'm so happy i normally don't catch your lives because you know obviously of the time difference I'm normally asleep, but uh, I couldn't sleep, and I went online and I saw you guys, and uh, um, it's so cool. <laughs> it's really cool. <laughs> so I'm calling in from Spain, and I think that honestly, your channel, like I've been watching loads of channels. I've been watching Harsh Reality. I've been watching Truth and Transparency. I've been watching. Grizzly True Crime, I've been watching DLR, I've been watching loads, but um, I have unsubscribed to most of them because of the simple fact that, you know, there's no logic anymore there. There's just wild theories out there, speculations, and like just, it seems almost like as if they just really are trying to find any possible other solution than that BK did this. Right. And, you know, I said earlier in the chat, like, you know, I mean, how, what are the odds that you drive a white Elantra, 
you are your phone is pinging on the in around the area your phone is off on the uh, during the crime you have no alibi um you study this as uh you know in university uh, you like really you know you must like that must and you and then your dna is found on the sheet like how what are the odds that that would happen if it's not you like that just doesn't make any sense to me it just doesn't make any sense like that would be that would have to be like the smartest person behind this whole theory and and also he would have to have done that then all by himself because you know the more people know about your conspiracy the the more likely it is that you know that it gets out so there must be one person there that really wants to get BK that has done this all by himself that is so freaking smart and has planted this all in the right moments in the right time knowing where he was and got away with it and didn't tell anyone else like i mean it just doesn't make any sense and it drives me insane that these other channels are just bringing up everything they can to pretend like you know that what is obviously there what's the most plausible the most probable the most likely the most common the most sensible explanation for this all is right in front of their nose and they just i don't know what they're doing but i had to unsubscribe because it was going in a direction that was really like so i'm left with you guys and then obviously with the lawyer you know because he's just really hot and and right and he's a lawyer so you know i just i'm really happy that i could actually call in tonight and and have this uh, for the first time um normally like i said it's almost 4am yeah Wow. So normally I'm asleep. I always miss your light lives, but uh, right now it's Friday. Had a few days off, so called in and it worked. <laughs> thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate you. We appreciate your support, and thank you so much for those comments. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to like some of the other creators that are saying this, that, and you know, trying to pull a narrative that he's innocent. Yeah, we took a step back from a lot of, you know, things as well, because it can get your blood pressure going. I mean, <laughs> I'll, I'll be in my yeah. I'll be in my comment section and, and, and I'll have some of the same stuff like, you know, somebody will say, hey, why would he take his own car? Like, that's one of the more common ones. And I think people people do that to get to get to me because they know that that question bothers me the most. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's also a very stupid question because what will be the alter which alternative can you think of in your own car? Like none of them would be better than unless you go walking or running. But any other car would be a lesser. It would be a worse alternative, wouldn't it? Like how are you going to explain that away? I yeah. borrowed a car, I rented a car, I stole a car. Like all of that would be less explainable than driving your own car so it's it's just ridiculous like they think that he's some sort of mastermind but you know and and then they explain it away because of some mistakes of a sheet that was left behind or taking his own car but like 
if he's not that one, like imagine the mastermind that then has to be behind all this because that will be like an old, old mastermind, you know. Yeah. If it, like, so, it just doesn't. You guys are like on the right track. You are the most reasonable, the most sensible, the most logical conclusions, and you know, not going along with all the the clickbaits and the strange stories and how you can twist it in a thousand ways. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's no, just really cool. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yeah, we try to stay grounded in you know, on reality and in. Um, in logic and try to put these things together logically but thank you so much for for calling in we appreciate you calling in all the way from from spain that's awesome thank you thank you so much yeah <laughs> no worries no worries i'm gonna go to bed now though because like i said it's 4 a.m but uh it was great speaking to you and have a great other life the rest of the life and i'll catch you guys another time yes ma'am you thank have a great you. night good night is that, no right. Good night. Ciao. When it when it comes down to uh, you know how like people are saying that they're trying to they framed Koberger. Yeah. Um, like someone out there has has it in for him, so like they're trying to frame him for these murders, right? Yeah. It's like if this person was so powerful to get agencies involved into framing a person, wouldn't it just be easier to take him out cheaper yeah. too? Probably, man. Probably. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, this whole, yeah, that whole narrative doesn't make any sense to me, to be honest with you. You know, the frame job, the, um, in any aspect, whether it was police framing him or fraternity brothers framing him or, or anybody framing him, it's, it's, it's absurd. You know what I mean? Macro. Yeah. Micro Kimmy, Kimmy comes in with a $10 super chat saying, do you guys feel like a jury from Moscow will even believe he's innocent? I can't see it happening because the jury uh, will be made up of traumatized locals. What do you think about that? Do you think that the jury pool is tainted in that area? I, I think so. Oh, especially being so small of a, of a place and the, 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 the case being so popular, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, who hasn't heard of it? It's kind of hard not to be like, you know, put your feelings into it or try to separate that, right? From when you go to trial as a juror, separate your feelings of what you heard and just stick to the, what they're saying. Yeah. So I, I think it'll be, for me, it'll be easier just to move everything, you know? I agree. You know, I, I think that if they're going to be pulling from Moscow, that's going to be an issue, but I think they're going to be pulling from a different, different county but i mean something the size of this crime is going to be kind of hard to find people that haven't heard of it especially anybody in the probably a 300 mile radius of moscow you know what i'm saying like you might find some people out here in san antonio texas that haven't heard about it but you're not going to try them here i mean if you do i'd like to be on the jury um <laughs> you know what i mean uh but as far as is there going to be a jury that fi- that thinks he's innocent 
I mean, I don't got all the evidence in front of me, but I think it's going to be an uphill battle for him. You know, right now, the defense isn't arguing to me that he's innocent. They're arguing technicalities. I mean, the only innocent argument that they have come up with is that Coburg, that the IgG didn't investigate possible Coburger relatives that were around the 1122 King Road residence at the time of the murders. So his only defense that said that points to his innocence up to this point that he's put out there mm-hmm. is that it could be a family member that committed this crime. Yeah. And, and and what do we know? We know that there was a legal trash pool done on his dad's house and where his dad's DNA was found. So that trash pool or discarding of trash has nothing to do with the IgG. Nothing to do with the IgG. So whether or not you think that the IgG, whether they came up with names wrong or didn't go wrong, they have nothing to do with each other. So you can't throw out the test of Brian Koberger's dad to the DNA sweep, see the sheath, because that's not part of the fruit of the poisonous tree. Fruit of the poisonous tree is just the evidence that you got strictly from the IgG. So you couldn't call Brian Koberger's third cousin to testify against them. Is basically what it is. So you have that going on and it comes back to a match as the person's father or the suspect's father. So then we know two things that it's a male DNA and it comes back to this person's father. So Koberger's the only known son of his father. So they, because of that, because they had his father's DNA and that match came back as the father of the suspect, that was enough to get a warrant for an STR uh, comparison between Brian Koberger's DNA and the DNA on the sheath. Again, that has nothing to do with the IgG. So the fruit of the poisonous tree doesn't touch him. The IgG was created after the STR profile. The STR profile was first. So something that happens behind it can't affect what happened before it. Not when it comes to the fruit of the poisonous tree. The fruit of the poisonous tree is only the stuff that happens behind it. All right. So that that wouldn't have been thrown out. The fact that it tested, what is it, like five octillion times... Brian Koberger's known positively that it's him. So the only defense left is that uh, that it was some sort of lost identical twin that nobody knows about that fits all the evidence. I don't know, man. I don't know. Well, that's it's far-fetched. It really is. It really is. And it's like I get their argument and, you know, I understand, you know, if, if, if I was on trial for something, would I want all the evidence that, you know, I could get to try to poke a hole in it? Yeah. Yeah. But when you're asking for something that points to towards your guilt, right? The IgG didn't come back saying it's not Brian Koberger. It came back saying it is. So you have something that points to your guilt and you're wanting to use that as evidence to show you're innocent. I, 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 don't, I don't see the positive in the tactic. But I appreciate everybody. Uh, Jaime, do you have any final words before we let everybody out? Uh, no, um, I just want to say thanks. Um, I like this. I like the fact that we can actually now hear and speak to our our callers. It's awesome. I like it too, man. I like it too. We're going to be doing this more often, y'all. So get your phones ready and your popcorn going for the next one. Uh, we'll be back on 
you know what? We might do something on Sunday. I don't know. Maybe a members only. So hit that join button. We'd appreciate that. Hit that like and subscribe. And without further ado, we're out of here. Peace, y'all. Good night. Have a safe